Well, hello, hello. Uh, welcome back, me, if you're listening to this. Uh, you've got a lot of fucking anxiety to deal with. A lot of problems right now. So I hope that you are ready, spaghetti, for the shit coming down the pipe here. Uh, you haven't slept in a couple days, because that's nice, because you've, you've been ramping up the all the medications again, and one of the reasons why you kind of stopped was because of the sleep situation. Then here we are again. And of course, doctors aren't going to give, like, a potent sleep aid that you could potentially overdose on to a person with suicidal depression. Like, obviously, that's not going to happen, so I've basically just been taking handfuls of Tylenol PM. Uh, but that doesn't work all the time. And smoking lots of weed, but that also doesn't work. Um... Anyway, the, uh, so, what is going on? It's Friday, it's my only day off. Mm. I don't know, man. I feel like, okay, because I work my day job, Sunday through Thursday. Uh, and then I teach on Saturdays, uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but also Saturdays. So Friday is my only day off, is my only day to try to accomplish anything, to try to, you know, <clears throat> to like wake up in the morning and be like, it's time to do the things that I need to do to improve my life. Because I'm a fucking piece of shit, right? Like, I'm never going to do anything. Anyway, so I only have Friday. But, because I don't work Friday mornings, uh, Thursday night is essentially my Friday night. So that's when I see the girlfriend, right? And then I don't fucking sleep. uh, Because I can't sleep, usually, if other people are around. Um... And I can't sleep if other people are around and I can't, uh, I don't feel comfortable taking like more extreme measures if someone else is sleeping in my place. Like examples being like, oh, I can't like take a shower or like go for a walk or like watch a TV or like a whatever. I always say a TV. I mean like an episode of whatever, um, on the television. I don't feel comfortable doing any of those things because I'm sharing a space with another person and I'm trying to be considerate, right? Uh, just because I can't sleep doesn't mean they don't have to sleep. There's a lot of people hiking for it being a fucking pandemic right now. They're like, the coronavirus can't get us on this rock. And also, I heard that the coronavirus can't... It'll stay away from you if you do a tree pose on the top of a mountain every other weekend. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Tree pose on a mountain is the new vaccine. I don't even need, I don't have any kids, but if I, yeah, if I dad, I would not put those toxic chemicals, random concoctions of toxic chemicals called vaccines 
into my babies, okay? They just do yoga. They'll just do yoga and exercise and be mindful. Give me my vape. The big vape. Give me the vape. Okay. They'll do yoga. <laughs> they'll do yoga and tree pose. And they'll, they won't have <sighs> any problems. Sorry. That was a long bit for me just being upset at people in my life. Um, what's going on? Um... I was angry. No, I'm not angry. I'm upset. I'm guilty. I... I don't know. I'm struggling with this asexual thing still because I just... I do not enjoy... Like, I enjoy sex if I'm really high, but I don't enjoy it for the same reason, so I always feel like I'm doing something bad because, like, oh, you know... Like, when I'm having sex with someone and they are like, yes, this sex is enjoyable for me, I am enjoying the sex. Continue sexing me, please. Uh, it's like the massage, right? Like, I'll keep massaging you until I'm, like, tired. And so I'll keep sexing you until I'm, like, tired. But if there's an expectation, if there's any expectation on me enjoying myself, I get super freaked out. Because I'm like, oh, no, I'm not enjoying myself. And then you're doing that thing where you're like, enjoy yourself. One, two, three. Now, enjoy yourself. God damn it. And be happy. Fuck. Um, and it doesn't work that way, I've heard. So, I just feel worse and worse and worse. And I feel more and more broken anytime I do sexual things. Uh, which is great, because I guess people like that, and it's uh, <clears throat> and I've been used for that a lot, uh, because it's a service that I provide. But um, I don't... I don't know what to do. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, she can kind of deny... She can continue to just, like, ignore that I'm asexual or maybe just think that I'm not asexual or maybe she can just think whatever she wants to think about it I don't care because I'm sure if she like I told her about I told her like asexual thing Ugh. anyway I don't want to talk about this um what are my notes oh mm. um, hmm so I told her I don't know I had tried to have I didn't want to have this conversation with her being an asexual thing because early in the relationship and early in me kind of even learning what asexuality was and learning that what I was feeling as I grew up and went through life and uh, experienced things, what I, I, I learned similar with depression uh, later, much later in life, did I learn that not everyone... Uh, it feels the same way about things that I do, right? Like, not everyone wakes up and just fucking hates being alive, right? Like, I go to bed each night, and you know how you go to bed and you're like, fuck, I have school tomorrow. Or you're like, oh, man, I don't want to go to bed because then I got to go to work and I got a case of the Mondays. Um, I go to bed each night and I go, motherfucker, why? I can't believe, okay, I can't believe the fucking injustice. I have to go to sleep. I'm going to try. I have to go to sleep. And then tomorrow, all day, the entire day, I have to exist. Jesus, how is it fair? Anyway, but I found out like not everyone feels that way. Some people get this shit. Some people are excited about the prospect of tomorrow. Annie sang a whole fucking song about it. But I thought she was just saying that like tomorrow, tomorrow, uh, it's only a day away which means it will always be a day away, which means she never gets her tomorrow, 
right? She's just saying that it will be better tomorrow each day. Today, it'll be better tomorrow. The next day, it'll be better tomorrow. The next day, it'll be better tomorrow. That's what she has to tell herself to get through her fucking shitty, abusive life as an orphan around a bunch of adults who do nothing but take advantage of her, right? I'm not familiar. Mm. Whatever. Um... So I tried to have a conversation about it. Doggy! Oh, two doggies! There's two doggies. They're walking around. Doggies, you better, you're gonna get corona if you don't do the tree pose. Doggies. They're doing the fertilizer pose right now. That's close for dogs. That means they're pooping. Okay. Um. <sighs> So I tried to have the conversation. It was really hard because when I first, like, um, came to the idea of, like, um, I think we were talking about the acronyms, like the LBGTQIA acronyms, you know? And she was like, isn't it just, like, LBGT plus? And I was like, I like to be, like, LBGTIA plus? Or throw a Q in there. But I feel like a Q is if, like, you're... It's like a rectangle square thing. Like, if you're LBGTQIA, no, oh, it's the Q. The Q means queer. Yeah, but queer is like an un, queer is like an I don't know IDK sort of position, I guess. Um, which is okay. Like you're, you don't have to know, right? But also, it's like a weird slur. I feel like people are taking back. Hey, I remember this neighborhood. I used to do plays here. Oh my god, the old stagebrush theater. I wonder if it's still a shithole. Like, I wonder if my my uh, signature slash graffiti is still in the the green room somewhere. Anyway, idiot. Fucking, you're not going to leave a mark on this world. Stop worrying about legacy. No one cares. You're going to be erased by time, either intentionally or unintentionally. There's nothing you can do to control that. Just focus on being happy right now, you fucking idiot. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, my name is Will, and I have a lot of shit wrong with me. Uh, depression, PTSD, whatever, who fucking cares? Uh, ADHD. Um, so, oh, okay, I need to turn on that street. I don't know where I'm going. Just excited to see my, my friend who I haven't seen in a bunch of times since school. Grad, we graduated fucking 10 years ago or whatever, and oh my god, it was really 10 years ago. I just can't wait. I'm just gonna buy a fucking gun, man. I can't do this. Everyone, but there's like, there's like, a, everyone's stocking up on like toilet paper and guns. Like they're gonna shoot the shit all day. See, and that shoot the shit is also a colloquial term uh, to mean just kind of like talk about nothing, beat around the bush, you know. Other colloquial terms meaning nothing, dude. Like just kind of wasting time. <sighs> okay. Who am I? Oh, I was talking about that the LBGTQIA thing, and I was trying to say, like, I like the LBGTQIA, and then she was like, what's the A thing? And then uh, I think I was, like, asexual, and she's like, I don't really think that's a thing kind of thing. Like, that was her response. I'm sure I have screenshots of it somewhere because, like, I instantly freaked out about it and talked to, talked, did, talked to my group therapy friends and was like, oh, my God, this, isn't, this whole relationship is going to be sucky now because I don't have someone who validates me and you know and then we just never talked about it again you know we just never talked about it um which you know classic me 
right? Like, I was like, oh, I, I don't feel comfortable. Like, I don't feel like I know enough about my sexuality to start a conversation about it. Well, no. Okay, I do feel like I know enough about my sexuality to start a conversation about it. What I don't know enough about my sexuality... No, am I where... Is this where I want to be? This is not where I want to be. That's a general theme for my life, I think. Mm. Like, I didn't know. This is not where I want to be until I was here. Mm. Court. I'm looking for the library. Oh, here's the library. This is where I want to be. Come on. I mean, it's all closed, but... If I get coronavirus and I've learned that I've passed it on to someone else, and that's, like, verifiable, I mean, like, if I admit it to somebody... Like, it's not going to be good uh, for my mental health. So, because I'm just a fucking divorced, depressed guy with nothing to lose, right? I don't give a shit if I get coronavirus, but I don't want to hurt anybody else. You know, like, I, I'm not afraid of it. I'm not changing my life in what I'm doing because I don't care. I want to die, you know? And I can, like I said... I could use the attention from the coronavirus, you know, and I'm like actively going around doing what I can to contract the, the coronavirus. I'm I'm licking toilet seats. I'm, I'm making out with homeless dudes. Like I'm doing everything I can. That's where it comes from, right? That's how you get it? Wait, bats eating? What? Oh, that's gross. I'm not doing that. Anyway, that's a joke because it's somehow the cultural idea, the difference is in cultural ideas of eating a bat, which is something that I would think as a, uh, like an American from a different culture to be like, oh, that's not something you as humans should eat. That's so ridiculous, right? Meanwhile, I'm like, that's disgusting. That's where I draw the line. I'm explaining the whole joke here. Meanwhile, I'm like licking toilet seats and making out with America's homeless veterans. Like that's, I don't know why I made them veterans. I think it's because I live across from the hospital, veteran hospital. I mean, it could be worse. That doesn't matter. Anyway, I tried to talk to her about the asexuality thing. Is Natalie here yet? No. Um, I tried to talk to her about the asexuality thing. And... And she basically made me feel like I was making a big deal about coming out as, like, an asexual person and having this conversation, which was really fucking hard to do, to have this conversation about, like, hey, I think I'm asexual, and this might be something that you need to know about me um, if you want to continue with this. Because in my marriage, my previous life, uh, you know, I didn't know I was asexual. And my wife, ex-wife now, was, was constantly thinking that I was not sexually attracted to her or attracted to her or liked her at all because I did not show her any sexual affection. And she never brought it up. I never knew that she didn't like that we were not... I wasn't showing her sexual affection. I just didn't think about it. You know? And she never told me that that's what she wanted, or if she did, it was one of those points where it was like too late, and it was like, well, we're not gonna have sex at like two o'clock on a Tuesday. Um, um, and uh, so I didn't know what was wrong with me, which guessing by that phrasing of the sentence, you can kind of learn more about that as well. But So it's difficult. So I wanted to say, I will have as much sex with you as you want until I'm tired, but just know that I'm not gonna start it. You know, like, I need you to be, like, uh, I need you to, like, you know, as the person, like, drop me some hints or 
something. I don't know. It's it's getting having sex is a lot easier now that I can get fucking high, but it was just not good before. When it was fine, it's whatever. I hate my body. Fuck. Okay. So she made a big deal about trying to. I'm gonna cry. This is stupid. She made. She tried. She. I felt. I felt really stupid and invalidated. I guess when I was trying to. When I was like trying to have this conversation. When I was trying to have this conversation about. I don't know. Like in my mind, like she could have. It was a big deal to me because she could have been like, "Yeah, that's not going to work for me." You know what I mean? Like, and I would have accepted that. I'd be like, "Yeah." I'm got, I got depression, I got ADHD, I never fucking stop talking or telling jokes, I have trouble taking things seriously, I have a lot of triggers and PTSD, I'm afraid of men and violence, like, I don't handle, anyway, it's just fucking stupid, I'm also an idiot, like, and I was trying to have this conversation, and I was really worried about it, and, um, because it's not anything that I've ever, like, thought of. I'm fucking 32, and I never fucking thought of, like, this being a thing. Uh, it's like when my dad told me that depression wasn't a thing, and I didn't get, and I didn't have health insurance or anything, and I didn't have any medical attention or anything, and I, so I didn't, I didn't accept that I had depression until I was, like, um, like, 24, 26. <laughs> So this is hard, um, and it just made me feel shitty about it. And so now I'm like, well, I it took me almost two years to bring it up, right? And then now I'm like, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> it's just stupid. It's just stupid. I'm in my car. I'm eating my feelings from <laughs> by just fucking eating donuts, I'm crying. This is stupid. Anyway. Um, let me finish this fucking donut, I guess, and get out of the car. Stop crying. When I see Natalie, she's gonna be like, what are you crying about? I'm gonna be like, fuck off! Like, like, uh, Natalie could tell. She could tell. Mmm. Oh, God. Okay. I bought a clicker. Um, oh, gum, too. I want gum. Alright, that'll help me stop eating. If I have gum in my mouth. I can't stop myself from eating. Fucking fat ass. I haven't weighed myself. I've weighed myself since I stopped. Since I've been back on the antidepressants, I've been too scared to weigh myself. <laughs> like, I've had. I've just been. I don't know. Man. Fucking losing it. Fucking losing it. When I was doing those treatments, like the ketamine treatments and the, and the TMS, the trans transcranial magnetic stimulation treatments and stuff, when I wasn't on the antidepressants, and I figured out what was wrong with my stomach. Oh, is that Natalie? I don't know. Oh, shit. I gotta get out of the car. Um. Oh, God. Um, I was doing all that. And I had to weigh myself because, of, like, the proportion of... The portion of the... The ketamine or whatever needs to be... Regu- like, you need to weigh yourself, right? And they take blood pressure and stuff all the time. And I wasn't on antidepressants, and I figured out what was wrong with my stomach. So I had finally stopped fucking eating constantly. And for the first time in, like, two years, I saw my weight go down, you know? I had reached some scary points for me. I was... This is going to sound so fucking stupid, but you don't... I just... I'm going to say some numbers of weight. And you're going to be like, that's not... That's not bad. That's not anything to worry about. 
but it's, it's just so stupid. Um. Oh shit. Oh man. Okay. Um, I don't have like tissues or anything. God damn it. Okay. What was I talking about? I'm holding my clicker in my hand. I got a donut. I'm waiting for Natalie. What was I? What am I crying about? Oh, I'm fucking crying about my weight. That's the donut in my hand. You fucking idiot. God damn it. Okay. So I'm an actor. I have to know my weight and my sizes and stuff. And being consistent is uh, important because. You know, I don't have an agent anymore because you fired me or whatever, but it's like, um, I had the same agent for like 12 years. So it's like, you know, um, and I was mostly consistent with my weight. I was somewhere usually, I was like, I floated around for most of the last 10 years. You know, most of my twenties, I floated around like 175, right? 175 pounds. Um, what does that go to like fucking metric or whatever? Kilo, kilograms. Um, 79.3 kilograms, I guess. So about 80 kilograms, right? So 175-ish pounds to around 180. I think my resume, uh, my acting resume for the longest time just said like 175, right? And I tried to give myself you know, some leeway either way. Cause sometimes I would get these auditions that were like, you need to be this specific height and weight because we're reenacting a thing. <clears throat> and so they would measure you and they were scientists. The people doing these things were recreating like a fucking, I don't know, car accident or something. So these are all scientists with like PhDs in like physics and whatever, right? They're trying to solve a problem. I'm just uh, easier to work with mannequin. Okay. So, and when I say on my resume that I'm six foot 175 or 180, I, slow, I just slowly accepted that I was 180. So, I, I don't even know. I know BMI doesn't fucking matter, but because I haven't checked BMI in a long time, you know, because it's like false and stuff. Like my friend who's in, you know, like Olympic quality pole vaulter, <laughs> like she's considered like overweight or obese or something. I'm like, hmm. Anyway, okay, so I'm about six foot. So when I go to get measured, and these people are not, you know, they're not working with actors, or they're not working with humans. They're measuring, there's usually like six of us who have all said we're in the same, you know, the same height and weight range. They're not looking at us at people, they're just taking our data. What's my weight? Let's say one, let's say it's 180, right? 24.4 BMI, what does that mean? Oh, that's just below over, just, no, normal weight is, quote unquote, uh, up till 24.9. So when I was 180, that was my limit, right? That was my upper limit of how much I would let myself weigh. I would always try to be six foot, somewhere between 165 and 175. That's sort of where I like to stay, okay? Um... But being on all these antidepressants and shit, I'm just getting... I can't stop fucking eating. Um, 
And I'm just trying to keep less food in the house, but I still find it, especially if I get high and I wake up in the middle of the night and there's just fucking cookies everywhere. <laughs> anyway. Oh, God. This was hard. I was not expecting I was not expecting this to turn into this. I guess I thought Natalie would get here sooner. I should get out of the car. Okay. If I get out of the car, I might stop crying. Because I'll be in public and I'll be reminded. Oh shit. Because I'll be reminded that I'm doing a performance. Because I'm in public and I'll suppress my feelings and act like a regular human being. Or. Not a regular human being, I think I'm the regular human... I mean, I am doing the regular human being thing, which is hiding how I feel uh, in public. Mm. Oh, God. Anyway, I'm struggling with my weight. I have this whole thing of fucking donuts, and like, I'm like, oh, should I give some to Natalie, another fucking actor-performer who I'm sure is... You know, struggling with her weight, you know, and the like, especially now that she has an office job because she's not a server anymore, and you know, she's just her like typecast is like, you know, beautiful, sexy, femme fatale, vixen type, you know. Um, I don't know. I guess she's got like larger, uh, brushteal areas. Uh, and so she gets like typecast a lot, you know. One time she played my daughter in a show, but it was like a children's show. Anyway, it's Charlotte's Web, but um, oh god, I'll just leave the donuts in the car. I'll bring him up in the conversation. Anyway, so I I was like, 180 is the largest. I will let myself go, right? All Scottsdale Public Library buildings are closed until further notice. Well, I'm not going in the building. Let me text her out here. <laughs> okay, I feel bad that these libraries are closed. Um. Because it's like an important, it's like an important resource for the community, you know? And, you know, you want to talk about the people who are impacted or um, hit the hardest by the, the uh, you know, effects of uh, public health, you know. And it's, of course, as always, it's the, the most vulnerable. Okay, where's my clicker? This is going to be a shitty day. Here we go. Um... So it's the people who are most vulnerable, right? So everyone's like, <clears throat> you know, we're canceling whatever. So work from home. Okay, so if you have a technology job that you can do from home, chances are you're already a part of a certain class, right? You're like at least, at the very minimum, um, at the very minimum, uh, you're like a, a, a lower to middle class person because you have a computer and internet access, right? And uh, so there's that, and then everyone has to stay home. 
but then they're like, we're doubling or like, you know, increasing. Excuse me. I click this every time I want to die, by the way. That's what I'm trying to do. And, 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 and the girlfriend asked about it. And I was like, it's just for me. Don't worry about it. And she asked about it again. She's like, I'm like, it's just for me. Don't worry about it. But I think she, I think I think she knows what it is because I, I either had a nightmare about it where she brought it up, you know, like I was like, I can't sleep. And then she said, I think, you know, she either said, or I dreamed it that like, Oh, now you're just going to go out there and keep clicking that thing. Which means, you know, if she knows that's how I feel, like if she knows that I want to kill myself and she, you know, I'm going to go out there and just hate myself more. So anyway, I had, I didn't, I didn't ask her if that was real or not. Um, like if that actually happened. So just walk around. Um, What was I talking about? Oh, it's, yeah, so the people, you know, they're like, oh, we've redoubled our cleaning. We're cleaning extra this and that and that. Okay, well, you know, that's putting our, uh, like, lower labor class uh, at danger, right? Also closed all government buildings, uh, like libraries and stuff, which are primarily a public resource for the, uh, you know, the community that doesn't have access to uh, computers, internet, uh, just general air conditioning in Arizona. So, I mean, a lot of this, like the, the precautions and everything that we're taking are, uh, just hurting, um, they're hurting our most vulnerable populations. And I, and everyone's like, oh, we have so much free time and blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, because you're in salary, you're a manager, you're not losing any wages, you know, whereas like, you know, people like actors who are servers, they're fucking out of, they don't have a show and they don't have a place to work, a server, like a restaurant anymore to work at. They have zero income. And you know how hard it is to get a fucking show in this town, like to get a longer contract. And some of my friends had like several month contracts. They're just gone. Um, and how hard it is to find a restaurant or a job or any fucking job that'll work with your rehearsal schedule. Because sometimes you're doing theater and during the day for kids. Sometimes you're doing shows at night. Sometimes it's nights and weekends or whatever. And now you have to find like a whole nother fucking place and explain your situation again. Whatever. <sighs> um, so I'm just saying we're hurting our most vulnerable populations. Uh, which sucks. I don't like to think about that. Uh, and it's going to be me. Like, I don't, you know, it's, you can't quarantine if you're living in your car. I mean, I guess I'm going to do that if this continues. <gasps> I should get a little high because I'm not going to be fun. I'm not going to be a fun person. I'm just going to cry all over Natalie when she gets here. So let's, let's, uh... I don't like to rely on substances. Like I like to associate substances with um, positive things, right? I like to have uh, like some marriage wands when I'm, I can relax um, and I don't have to be alert and I don't have to be responsible for anything. And I associate it with an end of the day. I associate it with vacation. I associate it with a way of turning my brain off, you know? Um, Well, if we don't hang out for two hours, then I'll just wait in this beautiful park until uh, I sober up, I guess. But um, uh, I, I associate it with those, with those positive things, right? I don't want to associate it with negative things. I don't want to be like, oh, man, I'm stressed at work. Let me do this thing. Or, or oh, man, I'm, 
uh, you know, I'm really angry or I'm having like a, you know, PTSD breakdown or really depressed or something. And I don't want to like lean on the, I don't want to lean on the substances to get me through the time that I'm having uh, because it builds like an association and a dependency. But then I always do this like, oh, it's just this one time. It's just this one time. And like right now, where I'm like, oh, I'm seeing my friend who I haven't seen in a long time. I mean, other than like, you know, we saw each other in passing at rehearsals for different shows. Um, and I saw her show. Um, I hope she's okay. She's a wonderful person. She's a wonderful person. She's been through so much and she's turned out so great. Like she's, she's been nothing but wonderful to me. Like I don't think I've ever had a negative experience with her. I'll tell her that. Um, this is, that's kind of the love letter part of it, though, I guess. Um, I love that she's late, too. Like, I'm fucking late all the time. Like, I was late, and then... So, we were supposed to be here at noon, okay? Um, I get here, like, noon 15, which, saying noon 15... Let me click that a couple times. Um, I think that's her. She drives, like, the same shitty white car. No, that's not her. I don't know. I've put, like, coolant in that car. I've jump-started that car. Um, <laughs> I've waited for tow trucks with that car. Like, anyway. The car's been through a lot, too, and it's still going. I think that's her car right there. I think she's parking where I parked the first time when I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to be here. I think she just parked there, so I should have done that. Um... Okay, so, uh, the, yeah, she just said parked, so that aligns with, um, what, what I thought of, like, where she is, okay, um, I don't want to associate it with other things, and I go, just this one time, just this one time, just this one time, um, and, uh, I, I'm like, I haven't seen my friend. I want to be good. I want to stop crying. So this just this one time. Okay, I'm running out of time because here she goes. Um, he's just coming closer and I got to finish up this thing. Um, uh, I'll talk about my weight more later. Hate it. Okay, bye.